the college basketball experience preview and picks episode for Monday, December 12th on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted same game parlays to live in game odds. WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet $100, get $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Bowl Challenge. Yes, $250 cash and a $250 gift card is up for grabs exclusively on the ESPN, uh, on the, I'm sorry, the SGPN app. Jeez. So grab that thing today. And remember, folks, to let it ride. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN Let It Ride. Experience, jeez, I'm all over the place. I've been traveling. Uh, this is the College Basketball Experience episode four, Monday, December twelfth. Can't even get my shit right. I'm all over the place. And uh, if you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, my name is is Colby Swinging Database Dad, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. We're getting it done. See the chat's moving along. Chat is moving along. Shout out to Noah. Shout out to Retro, uh, Retro Bowl Coach. Uh, shout out to Joe McRae. The chat is moving along. I am joined by my co-host. Uh, give it up for former former video coordinator for Bob Huggins at West Virginia, uh, host of the NFL Gambling Podcast, host of the Ryan and Rush Show. Give it up for Ryan McIntyre. What's up, man? Yeah, little little later show. Uh, ready to like Noah said, night owls, and we're ready to talk some college hoops uh, for tomorrow. Yeah, man, and. Uh, yeah, it's been a crazy day for me, man. Just uh flying. Yeah. I'm flying home uh and and a guy that was my high school coach uh I got news that he was involved in an auto accident. If anyone's familiar with Northern Virginia high school basketball, John Costello. Rest in peace to my friend John Costello. Uh you know, head on collision head on collision in Hawaii, man. Someone, someone drove on the other side of the road. Boom. I get that news. And then as you heard the intro, we had Mike Leach, uh, who, if anyone, you know, if I, I imagine there's a lot of people listening that do not know that Mike Leach was really the first guest that we had on, on, on SGPN. I would say like Mike Leach is a good friend and wearing the wazoo sweatshirt right now. He invited us up to Pullman 
was really the first bit of a, of success that we had, I would say. Uh, so obviously our thoughts and prayers with uh, the Costello family and the Leach family is uh, we don't even know his status as I think he has a, a heart attack down there. So not the, not the, the best fucking day. I, 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 I don't mean to, uh, in, in, you know, start out on a, on a negative note, but I just want people to know that I'm not really, uh, not really happy right now. So I don't know. Maybe we can pick some games and have some fun, but, uh, yeah, but yeah. So, um, how'd you, uh, did you catch a lot of games today? I know you had NFL. Did you catch some games? Uh, yeah, no, I was able to catch some games. Uh, Tennessee, Maryland was a hell of a game. And uh, since we're talking Mike Leach and Mississippi, the Mississippi state bulldogs, they continue to roll in Stark Vegas. Um, kind of good. It kind of happened while the Mike Leach stuff was, um, breaking. So it was good to see the Bulldogs yeah. win on the basketball court. And, uh, obviously, uh, back to what you were saying, I just want to, uh, put my prayers out to the Mike Leach family. Cause I, I've been a huge Mike Leach fan myself. I, I don't know him personally, like you guys have. And like Noah said, in the chat, it was kind of SGPNs in the college football experience. Now college basketball experiences, first big break. So, uh, yeah, pulling for him and his family. Yeah, and I mean, what's what's so cruel? Just to throw the we're gonna we're gonna talk all the games, guys. But I just want people to know that you know, hopefully, Coach Leach pulls through. We're we're wishing for him, but you know, I don't think people realize when you watch a game of football, your average football fan, I don't think realizes uh, the impact that Mike Leach has had on the game. If you watch the Kansas City Chiefs. If you watch the New England Patriots with Tom Brady those years, um, all of that has strong wrinkles of Mike Leach involved in in from the NFL to the high school level to the college level. I don't think your average football fan knows anything about the impact that that guy had on the game and and in general just what he is. Uh, to me, he's a guy who's himself that 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 is you know, in a world of copycats where we struggle, I think to, uh, you know, I, I think personally we have like a pandemic in our society of everyone wanting to be the same and afraid to say anything and afraid to be different where Mike Leach, uh, I think is, is just, that is him. That is him. He's got a yeah. law degree. He went to coach football, right? He went to coach football and said, you know what? It doesn't make any sense. I'm going to throw a pass every play. And everyone said, you're fucking crazy. And he coached football in Finland, uh, you know, all around the world has, has this guy. And, and to me, it took years for that thing to catch on. And when it did, and you, you see his, you see his, uh, today, if you, if you follow Twitter, you know, and like I said, I know this is a college basketball show, so I apologize, but you know, his, his impact on the sport is not truly as known as, as it should be. Because if you look, like I said, 99% of the NFL shit is being ran with, with tons of wrinkles of Mike Leach's offense. Uh, you look at the college game, Tennessee this year, Josh Heupel, former, former Mike Leach recruit also coached under him. Uh, you look at whether it's cliff Kingsbury in the, in the NFL with, with the, with the Arizona Cardinals, you can go to Dave Aranda at Baylor. You can go to Lincoln Riley at USC, uh, Dana Holgerson at Houston. You can go one by one. I mean, I I'm forgetting some right now, folks, I'm telling you, you can go one by one and at the offense art, you know, say what you want, you, you know, about art Bryles. He, you know, studied under, under, uh, under Leach, but I'm saying all across, uh, Lincoln Riley's brothers, the OC of TCU, 
Well, how do you how do you think Lincoln Riley got it? Lincoln Riley went to Texas Tech and and was was cut and and uh, trying out for the team. But but Mike Riley said, or I'm sorry, but uh, Mike Leach said, uh, dude, I think you should be a good coach. I think you should be a GA here. Boom, his career. I mean, you go around. I'm I, like I said, I'm forgetting a bunch right now too. Uh, but he really revolutionized the sport, and that is a perfect metaphor for for him because. You know, he was laughed at in the eighties and nineties of this. You can't throw the ball this many times. You can't just, you can't do that. You can't do that. And to me, it's the same as him. You know, a lot of people in the media, I don't think know how to pigeonhole. You can't pigeonhole Mike Leach. You can ask him any question. You don't know what's going to come out of his mouth next. And I think that's a testament to him. He's his own man. And it's very rare in 2022, in my opinion, to, to find someone like him. Like I said, I see a million copycats as far as you know, the coaches that never want to say, they, they never want to say anything risky. They never want to go outside the box, you know, and he's a breath of fresh air in 2022, in my opinion. And his, Im- the impact on the game, I don't think, I don't think people really know. And, and uh, you know, we're, we're, we're wishing the best for him, but I don't know. It's a tough day, man. Tough day. Great guy. Uh, and uh, I don't know, just, uh, just sucks. I hope, I hope everything works out. Um, it, it would be like, to me, like, I don't know, like in basketball, I'm trying to think of the, the comparison. If football is such a different game, it's like chess where like, you know, for a long time, people like, I don't know, uh, we'll, we'll save it for the college football experience. Cause I'm about to go into a spiel on mouse Davis and <laughs> all this other, <laughs> other revolutionary re- revolutionary guys that, that changed the game. Um, but uh, yeah, Mississippi state did beat Minnesota. Did you, did you lock that? Did you bet that? I did. I, I really like this uh, bulldog team. They're really good defensively under Chris Jans in year one. So I, I, I did hit my lock uh five and five day on my locks for me. So uh, not horrible, but I mean, could be worse. Yeah. I actually had a losing day four and five or five. Yeah. Four and five, I believe, but uh, I hit on the money line with Ohio. So it's not like I technically had a losing day. I actually kind of more. Yeah. I mean, uh, because I played the money line on Ohio, it was, I think I, I might've still like been like $4 on the red, but basically broke even, but let's hop into it. Iona, Iona. How do, how about that? I should have locked up Iona against, uh, against St. Bonaventure as they won by 15. Um, Patino's got them rolling again. It seemed like he had a little slump to start yeah. the, uh, to start yep. the season, but uh, he's got them rolling again. They look good. I was shocked. Tarleton for the first half. I thought Tarleton and US, UCF. I was like, Tarleton's going to cover this. They might even win the game. I thought no UCF got red hot in the second half. Tarleton struggled to score the ball. They won by 26 points in Orlando. Uh, I mean, Johnny Dawkins, let me ask you that. The, that was a hell of a win. I mean, they, they beat him down in the second half. Yeah. And let me ask you that in the, in the, uh, in the AAC, um, you look and say, you know, Houston just lost to Bama over the weekend, looking a little more vulnerable, even from the Kent State and uh, St. Mary's games. But uh, maybe, maybe Memphis could win this. Do you think Memphis could? Pretend- Memphis beats Auburn this weekend. You think yeah. Houston's like the clear and cut? The- they're going to run away with the AAC, or you think they might get tested a little bit? Well, last year Memphis swept uh, Houston too in the regular season. And then obviously Houston won the conference championship in the postseason. but I still think it's Houston's to lose, but I mean, maybe the gap is a little shorter than we were making it out to be before this weekend started. 
Yeah. Yeah. And maybe UCF can be a player if they play like that today. Who knows? Um, yeah. Main cocaine black that, bears. Pretty big drop though. Did you lock the main cocaine black bears? I, I did not. Oh. I, uh, I, I tried to do it on my phone and it would have go through. It's okay. Cause I won money for us. All right. I won money for us. <laughs> exactly. Shout out to retro bowl coach saying charge on. I get the reference. Um, and uh, Niagara, <laughs> Niagara beats Eastern Michigan by seven. I mean, there's no way Imani Bates is at Eastern Michigan next year, right? He's transferred no, again, right? The, the, yeah, yeah, no. I he he went there. He he got I guess back on his feet. I know he had the incident a couple of weeks ago, but uh, yeah, no. Eastern Michigan's they're they're turning into auto fade. Yeah. And he's going to be done. Yes. Plenty. He's going to be out of there. Uh, I would imagine at the end of the year, this is a disaster. I thought they'd be a lot better. I thought they'd be competitive in the Mac. No, I mean, they have Milwaukee of last year. Yeah, they really are. It's like a spot on reference to, to them. Uh, uh, Sienna did not cover against Delaware, which is, uh, I mean, I almost bet this. I was very close to betting this. And so I would have lost uh, Blue Hens get the win. Akron wins by 13 against Jackson State. And then Ohio, as I mentioned. Hope you catch it on the muddy line here. ECU did it again, man. They did it again. They were down the whole game. This this it's not gonna work in the AAC when that when that season starts. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is not gonna work. You can't say, you can't do this well, every uh, game. Under Schwartz, yeah, under Schwartz, where do you put them in the pecking order in the American? Well, I mean, when they're on, I think they're you know, well, yeah. to me, like you just can't give up twenty point leads and then just battle back every time. You know, like I feel oh, like wild. <laughs> I feel like all of our wins, with the exception of one, is in a game where we were down double digits. And sure yeah. enough, that was that was the situation again today against Coppin. ECU does get the win. They actually covered the spread too. It was eight, and they they won by nine. Magic. I'm telling you, if you bet ECU, which I know the chat last night, someone was saying lock up ECU. I was like, fuck no. Uh, <laughs> they cashed in though. Lock I don't know. I don't know how they got line. it done. They cashed in though. Um, shout out to that. And then, uh, how about the Virginia Tech Hokies? They win by five against Oklahoma State in Brooklyn. I mean, they're 10 and one now. Where would you rank them? Where, like, are they a top 10 team to you? They're the quietest yeah, top 10 uh, team in the country, if so. Yeah, no, they're, they're fringe, definitely top 15. Uh, in, in the ACC, I got them number three right now. Uh, I probably lean Duke just a little bit ahead of them just because of their potential going forward. But, and then probably Virginia number one. But, uh, I, Mike's doing magic again in Blacksburg. I, this game was in Brooklyn. It was a great game back and forth. And uh, yeah, Virginia Tech's been really, really good against the spread so far this year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've been a really good team. I actually took Oklahoma State to win that one. I didn't bet it, but I took it. Um, East Tennessee State loses at Moorhead State. I was a bit surprised by that. ETSU does not seem to be the best, or like you know, as good as years past teams. The Buccaneers normally field a pretty good roster. Uh, 
Prairie View got the cover against Northwestern. Northwestern gets the win. Northwestern continues to surprise. I know. I mean, we all took Northwestern to beat Prairie View, but uh, they these are games potentially that in years past they might have lost. Um, Great. Yeah, Fairleigh Dickinson wins against NJIT. They don't cover. I was on the wrong side of that, but it wasn't wasn't a bet. So uh, Bryant didn't cover against Manhattan. Actually, got pushed to overtime. Manhattan, I, I I have a really hard time because remember we locked up Manhattan the other day thinking they're pretty good. They lose by like fifty, yeah. and then I took Bryant minus nine yesterday or eight and a half, whatever it was. You lose. I didn't bet this one, but I'm just saying like I don't understand Manhattan. They're a hard team to get a grasp of. Um, I don't know. You you get any eyes on that game? Should we just move along? No. There? Yeah. No. But. Back to Manhattan, like you said, we took them what the other day? Who was it against? Providence. Against Providence. Yeah. Yeah. Getting 20 and they lose by 40. Um, they've been really good against the spread, though, other than that Providence game. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, uh, all the games that we don't bet them. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I have a hard time <laughs> understanding them. Um, we should have locked up this one because I took K State minus what, 27, I think it was, against the Incarnate Word. They won by 48. <laughs> oh, yeah. Down, incarnate word. You got your football season going, but basketball, basketball, you got issues. Chicago State almost did it for us today, man. They covered, but they almost hit on the money line. Yeah, they lose by one in overtime to UT Martin. I locked up Lipscomb, thinking there was a rebound spot. I did bet this one. I did eat shit with this one. I am never taking Lipscomb again. I don't know what that Belmont game was for like a two game stretch. Lipscomb looked like a, uh, perhaps a tournament team. And I go, huh? Not anymore. It didn't last long as they lose to Tennessee yeah. state 90 to 85 um, bowling. Oh, bowling greenhouse is Hampton, but let's talk about New Mexico state. I told you guys last night you catch the murder charge or whatever, you know, you I, he hasn't caught the charge yet, but uh, I think you will. Um, what, what has happened since then? I said, Oh, I believe in that shit. Those are indicators that your program's moving in the right direction. So I took them against what was it? Santa Clara. They covered almost won the game out yep. outright. I, the three players suspended, not a fucking problem. They go all, they go from, okay. Las Cruces, New Mexico to San Francisco to Pittsburgh. Not a problem. They go into Pittsburgh, win by 13. Take that Dukes. I mean, you got to give it up. You got to give it up to New Mexico State. Uh, and how about NC? Not one of the weirder teams now. Yeah, I mean the whole A ten. I feel like the whole A ten. Yeah. You just, I mean, I don't. I know you weren't on yesterday's show, but Loyola beats Clemson and like, like really puts it on Clemson. I that did was not, a stunner. Yeah, I did not see that coming. Um. No. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's hard to get a read on the A ten. Uh, NC Nick. Locked up Navy and took it on the money line as Navy beats Towson 71 69. I thought about locking it up. I didn't and I regret it. Took Navy. Yeah. But uh you were you were right about this. You you talked about this uh when they after they played in Morgantown. You said this Navy team is legit. They're an NCAA tournament caliber yeah. team. And Towson no, they're really good. Yeah. Many, many, many people have Towson in the NCAA tournament preseason, and Navy just went to Towson and put it on them. Yeah, no. Uh, Solomon Person, I the score did not indicate how good Navy was in that game. 
Uh, they 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 remind me of the football version of themselves on the basketball court with the way they run their offense and their discipline that they have. Yeah, and and by the way, that athletic director, he's a fucking idiot for firing Ken Niamatololo. Oh, you're not, you're not gonna find a, a better. Joke. Unbelievable. Yeah. He had to deal with all these crazy COVID protocols, so he had two losing seasons in twenty and twenty one. This team this year was chippy, and they're playing in the AAC. All these other teams can use the portal. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. That, that guy, Kenny yeah. Montolo is a fantastic coach. Um, Marquette. No Marquette wins by 15 at Notre Dame. I took the Irish. I thought, you know what? I thought the Irish in South Bend, they, they normally beat a lot of these, you know, good schools. Wow. Shaka smart. Can we stop for a second and just talk about they're way ahead of where we had them penciled in. We thought they'd be the, maybe no the, doubt. we thought like they'd be battling with DePaul and Georgetown for the worst team in the big East preseason. We are wrong. I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, yeah. I mean, did you catch this game at all? I did. I wa- I actually locked up uh, Marquette. This is probably my best call of the day. I, I, I like this Marquette team. They got the young guard. It's a kind of a throwback team. Uh, with Shaka Smart to his VCU days, they play extremely hard, uh, shoot a lot of threes, play kind of a chaotic tempo, and uh, yeah, no, I think we we were down on them just because we didn't know what they were in the preseason. But then I think at the end of the show, we were like, this maybe this is like a team that comes out of nowhere, kind of like his VCU days, and it see it's seeming like this is an NCAA tournament team, Marquette, for sure. And it, and it kind of yeah. goes to the theory of like when he has, when he doesn't have that target on his back where expectations were at Texas, they were like, Oh, they got to go to the final four. When he, when he can yep. just kind of have a team that, that no one's paying attention to is when he thrives. It seems like Um shout out to Marquette. Uh, I do want to touch base on Colorado state. They beat Peru state. What the fuck? <laughs> Try the Lomo Saltado. Uh, <laughs> where is, where the hell is Purdue state? I, I'm very curious. I can't even get someone figure that one out. Is that, that, that can't actually be the country of Peru. That, that, that's gotta be somewhere. In, uh, no, that was I in Fort Collins either. I mean, they, they, Peru state scored 72 in Fort Collins. So shout out to them. It's gotta be in Nebraska. Okay. Shout out to Peru state. Uh, <laughs> probably have a great soccer team. Um, <laughs> I mean, dude, this is the one, the smell. I I said fuck the smell, classic Patty C line here, and I went with Indiana State because the line didn't make sense to me. I was like, how's Indiana Indiana State only laying like five? I think it was four and a half at South Southern yeah. Indiana, and I'm like, wait, what? So I'm like, I'm locking up Indiana State, even though I just don't think that line makes any sense. Sure enough, Southern Indiana wins by three in overtime. I, it's my fault for for fading the screaming Eagles, but uh, what'd you do here in this one? I locked up the screaming Eagles and took it on the money line. So that was, oh, you this wild was a good man. win for me. You wild yeah. man. <laughs> and that place was lit. Yeah. They have good fans. They have good fans. Yeah, no. And they, they showed out for Indiana state, the Sycamores and uh, they, I mean, that place was rocking. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a huge win. That's a huge win on the no resume. Doubt. I don't think they're eligible. They're not eligible to go to dancing this year. So like that one, I should have factored that into it. It's like, it's like the Bellarmine Louis Louisville angle. It's like, this is their super bowl. They're not allowed to go to the NCAA yeah. tournament. So um, 
Very glad I didn't bet this next game. I was considering laying the five with Tennessee and and betting this. Well, they only beat Maryland by three in New York City. Uh, what'd you do here? It, well, I took the Vols and they uh, they were up seventeen at the break and kind of dominating the game and then all of a sudden Maryland got back into it, kind of went to a little bit of pressure and sped up the tempo. I, I like Maryland's team under Kevin Willard in year number one. Uh, they're feisty and I think they're I think it's an NCAA tournament team in the Big Ten play and I think they're just going to keep getting better and better. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I mean, I'm glad I didn't bet that one. Cause I thought I had that in the bag too, but uh, I did bet yeah. this next one. And this is one that's similar. I will say um, I locked up UC Riverside minus five. I I want people to know that uh, with about, I don't know, about four minutes left. UC Riverside was up 12 <laughs> and they didn't, they, they, they only won by two and actually Idaho came all the way back and actually tied it up. So Riverside actually had to score to win the game. This was a brutal beat, man. This was a really brutal beat. Yeah. If people, if, if, I don't know if anyone watched this game, but I did before I took my flight and I'm sitting there like, I cannot believe like I I'm like, I would say a good, pretty much the whole second half Riverside was covering until like the two minute mark. I would say right, right around there. Brutal. I, I feel like if they played again tomorrow, I would still bet that because I feel like they would cover that line tomorrow. If that makes sense. I'm with you. I, t- I took it with you. It, w- it was a tough loss. We were on the right side of those. We'll, we'll get more right than yeah. we do wrong uh, in games like that. So I'll gladly take my loss on that one. Absolutely well, brutal. Not gladly. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I, I, we were on the right side. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, South Carolina. Wins by eleven against Presbyterian. They were, I think, giving away ten or nine and a half. I took Presbyterian. What'd you do here? I took Presbyterian. Yeah, no, Dude, I, that, that, it's I, right I, there. I, it's right there. We we should have hit, but I don't know. Didn't happen. Yeah, I didn't lock it though, and I didn't lock Oregon State. I did take Oregon State plus the fourteen against A and M. A and M won by eighteen, but uh, you know, even that one was Oregon State was winning at halftime, so. They got their shit together and, and it worked out. McNeese did not cover against Iowa State. Iowa State wins by 37. I did lock up this one. Seton Hall in a rock fight in Piscataway at the rack. Seton Hall wins by two. Okay. Yeah, what? The rack's a big deal? Not for Shaheed Holloway. He's like, I'm from this neck of the woods. Get this shit out of here. Huge win for Seton Hall. Did you watch this game? Huge. Yes. And you're right. It was a rock fight. Uh, I love watching these games in the forties every now and then with all the new rules, you can't foul anybody, all the uh, freedom of movement. And then all of a sudden, every now and then it's like a six, nine to six football game. It's great. Uh, Dude, it's, it's a total rock fight. And it's one of the ways why one of the reasons why college basketball is just so much better yeah. than the NBA is you could, you could find a defensive team where you know, Rutgers and Seton Hall, I kind of feel like defensive teams, but you know, UVA always plays games in the forties. I know some people think that's disgusting. I think a game in the one forties is fucking disgusting. And and you get that all the time in the Agreed. league. Um, but yeah, Seton Hall needed this one because they had a little rocky start, I would say. So this is one that I'm I think ready to say they needed a resume win. Yeah. Yeah. And this is it. I know Rutgers should have beaten Ohio state the game before on that rule. 
uh, that, that the refs missed, but uh, yeah, Wisconsin, I was on the right side of Wisconsin against the Iowa Hawkeyes needed overtime. And I know, uh, I know things were getting chippy in this one. 78 75 Wisconsin gets it done. And the locks were flowing, man. The, I had Howard plus 19 against VCU. They lose by 10. Let's go. Did you catch the Wisconsin Iowa game at all? Uh, yeah, no. It, Iowa was down five with what twenty five seconds, and they got a they got a layup, and they got a turnover. McCaffrey hit a three in uh, overtime, but Badgers hold on. They held on, man. They 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 held on, yeah. and what what a big win there. Uh, wonder if they had Chris Murray, I think it would have been a different story. UMass, yeah, put it on Hostra, and I'm glad I took UMass here. Uh, did did you did you bet UMass? Yeah. Uh, and I think Frank Martin got his uh, message across. He wasn't very happy with his team the other night. Big win for them over uh speedy Claxton. Yeah. And Hofstra's pretty good. That's a good win. Um, Mississippi state, as we alluded to, they won by 18 at the barn against Minnesota. And then I, I was dumb enough to lock up St. Francis PA plus like, what was it like 17 or 18 on the Island? But maybe I forgot that. Um, as the Rainbow Warriors get the dub, I mean game balls. I will start with uh to me. I think what I I, I guess I guess I, I'll start off with Marquette. I think that's a huge win for them. I think that's you know we wanted to see this consistency. You know, obviously we had the Baylor game, and I thought you know could this be you know they lose the Wisconsin game after that. I think Marquette is, is officially, you know, on the radar now. And like you said, we got to really factor them each and every week or each and every game. That's my game ball. Number one, Shaka smart and Marquette you. Yeah. Lo- love that game ball right there. Uh, I'm going to go Seton hall and the rivalry go, go on the road, get a big win at the rack needed it for their non-conference resume. So Shaheen Holloway and uh, the Seton hall pirates get my game ball. I like it. I like it. Uh, for me, number two. Well, no, I'm not going to do them. Fuck them because they fired Kenny Matololo. Um, uh, <laughs> I have all these personal <laughs> grudges with all these teams, even though the basketball team has nothing to do with it. I'm going to go to the Screaming Eagles. That's a huge win. Yep. And you might not be able to make the NCAA tournament, but this is one that you can keep building your 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 program with. Shout out to Southern Indiana overtime win against Indiana State. That is my second game ball. How about you? I'll go Navy. I, I know, yeah, you won't do it for personal reasons, <laughs> but I a big win at Towson. I mean, Towson's an NCAA tournament-like team. I will take uh, the Navy midshipman. All right. Well, my third one. You know, you can choose a lot of different angles here. I mean, there's a lot of worthy teams on this slate. It really is. Uh, I think, I think I'll go Virginia tech though. Like I thought, you know, I think you can make a case you could claim Ohio or Iona or UCF or, or some of these other schools, but uh, Wisconsin maybe, but I think Virginia tech being 10 and one, they look good. And that, and that wasn't like a, yeah. like they were kind of up most of that game. That was super impressive. Mike young and the Hokies are rolling. 
it's going to be interesting. Cause I think they're, they're flying under the radar still, even at 10 and one, I don't think most people are paying attention to them. I think the Hokies deserve that game ball. What is your final game ball? Yeah, I went back and forth on this one uh, with the news of Mike Leach today. So in honor of Mike Leach, I will give the game ball to the Mississippi state bulldogs who went to Minnesota, got a big road win. I know Minnesota's not very good, but still a road win and they won by 20. So uh, Chris Jans, Mike and Mike Leach and Stark Vegas get my final game ball. They're nine and oh man, they're nine and oh and shout out, shout out to the bulldogs and shout out to coach Leach. Um, all right. You ready to hop into tomorrow's action? Let's, Let's do it. Fucking go. Let me get some type of music here as we head into that. Uh, what do we got? What do we got? Let's go uh, do this one. All right, we are the gamblers, and we are here to gamble. So we're starting things off <laughs> with, uh, well, Sacred Heart. Well, actually, there is a game earlier than this, eight a.m. my time. Spalding. They make a lot of great basketballs. <laughs> Spalding is taking on the uh, IUPUI. Uh, what are the Jaguars? Um, yeah. Is there any chance Spalding could uh, the Golden Eagles of Spalding could? Uh, Bounce their way, catch catch the pun. Oh yeah, <laughs> into a dub uh, at IUPUI. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna find a stream on this one and watch this. Uh, Spalding from Caddyshack. Let's go. <laughs> classic flick. Classic flick. If you haven't seen, if you haven't seen Caddyshack, you got to check it out. Um, oh, you don't know what life is if you haven't seen Caddyshack. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you haven't seen Caddyshack, maybe you should. I don't know. I don't know. Just go, go check it out. I'm about to say some evil shit. Um, <laughs> Sacred heart is at Stony Brook. Sacred hearts lay in two. Mm. I'm going to lay the two Stony Brook's been a, you want to talk about a team that's been a fucking disappointment this year. I thought they'd landed some key pieces in the portal. They suck. They suck ass. Yeah. Uh, Sacred Heart is not very good, but they were chippy with Pitt in the first half. I think Sacred Heart's the better team here. I'm laying the two. You? I I kind of agree with you. I know uh, the game's at Stony Brook, but I I agree with you. I'll take Sacred Heart here. Yeah. Uh, Columbia. <laughs> oh God. These They're guys. catching. This is hilarious. This is how bad Columbia is, folks. I just want you guys to 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 realize. They're catching Columbia is four and nine. They are catching seven and a half points at Lafayette. Who's one in 10. <laughs> and they're is, only went over central Connecticut by five. <laughs> this is absolutely fucking hilarious. Look, you got oh. folks, uh, their offensive ratings. Just to let you know, Columbia's offense, 286. Eh, not terrible. Well, uh, Lafayette. 323rd defensively Lafayette's 336th. Uh, meanwhile, Columbia's 245th. I feel like we should probably take Columbia based on these analytics, but at the same time, man, yeah, I'm taking the seven and a half. Are you kidding me? I'm taking the seven and a half in Columbia. You know what? I sprinkle some on the money line. Can't believe I'm saying this. Agreed. <laughs> should we do, lock hey, do Columbia I go back to the what? I d- I was going to say, I locked them up against Fairleigh Dickinson and they were right there to win. They actually 
they've been bad, but they recently have gotten better in terms of they're not getting blown out anymore. They beat New Hampshire. Uh, they lost by seven to UMBC. Uh, fairly Dickinson went right down the wire. Yeah, this could be a ball game. I'll lock up uh, Columbia for you, Noah Beanick in the chat. Hang on though. Let me let me try to talk you out of that. I'm looking at their schedule right now. Lafayette, this is their schedule. Miami, they only lost by 13 to Miami, right? They lost by 15 at St. John's. Then they were at St. Joe's. They lost by four at St. Joe's, right? Then mm-hmm. they did go to at UMBC, who's not very good. They lost. They lost that game by eight. That one. That's the only like true blemish. They should lose the St. Joe's. Uh, they beat Central Connecticut State, but then they almost beat Penn. They only lose by six. Then they go to Penn State. They lose by thirteen. Then they go to Drexel. They lose by eight. Then they play Cornell. They only lose by five. Cornell was good. I mean, then Princeton, then Quinnipiac. In a way, that schedule is unbelievably tough. Yeah, they they also don't get blown out. Um, I'll yeah, take no, the I'm points. I'm not I'm not torn. locking it now. I don't think I don't think we lock it. I, yeah, I, you talked me out of the yeah. lock. You talked me out of the lock. Yeah, let's but go. Sprinkle some on the money line. I agree with you it, there. Yeah, if you're gonna bet it, you bet the money line. Uh, Yale is taking on Fairfield. Little battle of Connecticut, right? Um, Yale's eight and three. Fairfield's four and six. Um. Fairfield is terrible on offense, 315th. Meanwhile, Yale is 19th. That's enough for me. Actually, should we we should probably lock this one. Yeah. Yale's coming no, off uh, of the Kentucky a little, loss. A little worried that maybe this line does stink cuz I think it's a little short, but uh I like Patty C. fuck the spell, you got to go right in it. I'm taking Yale. Uh, I'll join you here. All right. I'll join you. It's like the Kansas line the other day. That one came true. Sometimes the smell works out. Give me Yale minus five and a half. Monmouth is at Syracuse. This game's terrible. Can't believe I'm actually going to lay 21 points with Syracuse. I was I was about to say like Syracuse has no business laying twenty one points, but Monmouth is uh, I don't even know how to describe Monmouth so far this year. They are uh, one and nine. They're coming off a forty point loss to Princeton. Yeah, I'm taking Syracuse laying the twenty one. You? Yeah, I'll lay I'll lay the points too. It's really unbelievable how how that, like Monmouth. I get it. They lost a ton last year, but I kind of thought King Rice had the program a little bit better off than this. Uh, yep. so. South Alabama's at Alabama A and M. South Alabama is laying eight and a half against A and M. You know A and M's not that bad. We locked up A and M early in the year and that hit for us. They're three and five. They're coming off of a four point win against Lipscomb. And you, if you dive into uh, you know if you dive into their schedule, five point loss to La Tech. That's not bad. They did get owned by Sanford, but Sanford's good. Um, I just kind of think they're better than what we think they are. I'll take, I'll take the, I'll take the Bulldogs plus the eight and a half. I might even, might even lock this because South Alabama kind of been a mess this year, even though they're they were supposed to be pretty good. What are you doing here? In South Alabama, I think is one of those teams. They've been good against the high majors because they have a bunch of transfers, but they do have a tendency to kind of play down to their opponents over the years under uh, Richie Richie Riley, and I, this is kind of the little brother big brother angle. 
Uh, I know South Alabama is not Alabama or Auburn, but they are a step up from Alabama A and M. I'm with you. I'll take Alabama A and M. Yeah, let's go. Liberty heads to Oral Roberts. This is actually in Tulsa. Or is this? I need to double check and make sure this is actually yes, in Tulsa. It is. Yep. All right, six and three Liberty against seven and three Oral Roberts. Liberty's catching three and a half. I think Liberty's going to win this game. Give me the three and a half. Sprinkle some of the money line plus one forty. What are you doing here? Yeah, no, I'm I'm going back and forth on this one because I feel like or- Oral Roberts has been inconsistent this year as well. I'll take uh, the consistency of Richie McKay here to get it done. Yeah, the only concern is like that's a far trip, but three and yeah. a half points, one forty on the money line. If you're going to bet it, just go money line. Uh, South Florida, it's getting four and a half in Cedar Falls against Northern Iowa. Northern Iowa just lost to McNeese. South Florida has been a disappointment this year. Northern Iowa has been a disappointment this year. I'm going to take Northern Iowa to bounce back. I'm laying the four and a half. You? Yeah. Um, I'm going to lock up Northern Iowa here. I think this is a bounce back. It's South Florida. I, I've been extremely disappointed with them. I, I think, I don't think they're very good at all. So I'll lock up uh, the travel spot. I'll join you. I needed another lock. I will say this reeks of the Lipscomb play I did yesterday after they had lost the game prior, but yeah, let's try it again. Rice is catching 28 and a half at Texas. I mean, should we lock up this? <laughs> no, we should yeah, not lock in this. You sh- you, I, I was going to say, do we lock up the next game or this? Maybe you do it. You know what? I, we have a, we have a, we have a parlay situation here. Normally I don't like these big ass spreads, but rice, I don't think is going to be able to have much success against Texas. And I'll, I'll agree. We, we should lock up the Texas Longhorns minus 28 and a half. But I also think we should parlay that with Gonzaga minus 30 against Northern Illinois. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's Yeah. Two smash spots. I'm with you. Northern Illinois is terrible. Terrible. Yeah. And Let's Gonzaga's go. due for a, a total beatdown game. Let's go. Let's go. Even I look, I, I don't I know people say you shouldn't do teasers, which I don't understand why. I'll I'll do teasers. Tease them down. Tease them down. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Yeah. Um Arizona State, this is game of the night. Creighton, uh, Wait, is this in Tempe or is this in Omaha? This is in Tempe, right? Yes. This is in Vegas, actually. It's in Vegas. No, it's in Vegas. It's in Vegas. Yep. Yeah, the Michelob Ultra the Arena. Michelob Ultra. Yeah. Um, this game's fantastic. The Creighton BYU game was absolutely ridiculous last night, or what was that last night? Yeah, I think it was. Creighton's laying three and a half. You know, I locked up Creighton yesterday. And uh I had no idea that Ryan Cockbrenner wasn't going to play. So thank you McDermott for that press release there. I have no idea. So I, is he going to play this game? Cause it's kind of important on my fucking handicap. Um, I'll take Creighton to bounce back. I'm laying the three and a half, but obviously pay attention to this folks. If you're going to bet this game, you need to know that information. Like yeah. uh, <laughs> that's he's their leading scorer and leading rebounder by, by a pretty wide margin. Uh, what are you doing here? Yeah, no. If uh Brenner's back, I'll, I'll consider lock up Creighton because they need to bounce back. One of the, I mean, they've lost four in a row now, but 
I'm not doing anything until I know the status of him going into this Arizona State game. They're six and four. Let me tell you, if they do not win this one, their next two games are at Marquette and home to Butler. Good luck. Yep. Good luck. Yep. Uh, you might have a, t- a tough December. Um, yeah, I, I need to know. I need to know. So get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. You might see us lock that one up if we know that Ryan Cockbrenner's playing. UC San Diego's in San Diego. Take it on the Toreros. I was on uh rivalry. Yeah, I was on uh Cal Baptist to beat San Diego, and they did uh the other day, but uh this one's interesting. Ten points too much though. Both these teams five hundred. Uh UC San Diego's four and four, San Diego's five and five. I just gotta take the ten points and and, and San Diego, you? Yeah, just because they're both regional, but uh, I'm a, I, I'm torn on this one because I do think San Diego is, or Steve Lavin's uh, San Diego that is is a much better team, but like you said, in regional games, I'll take the points. Yeah, we got an interesting one here. In, another one in San Diego, <laughs> Kennesaw State is taking on San Diego State. The Aztecs, Kennesaw is pretty good this year, man. I don't they're know. If, I don't know how much you've caught them, but like they're only, I mean, okay. They, they did get worked randomly by Campbell, but there are other losses like a, a 10 point loss to Florida, a, a three point loss at VCU. They're getting 15. I will take yeah. the 15. I almost think we should lock this. Yeah. On a night kind of where we're looking for locks, uh, I will lock up uh, the owls. I think they can keep this in check. Let's go. Uh, Pepperdine take it on grand Canyon. Wait, is this, this one's in Vegas too? I think is this in Vegas. Uh, yes. Double header. Wait, why am I not seeing this? Oh, is this one technically? Oh, I'm looking at New Mexico, San Francisco as the second game in Vegas. Oh yeah. What the hell? The Lobo, the, the site, the That's site what I'm that I'm is. using right now. Is inaccurate. Tally, um, yeah, tally site for some reason has a December seventeenth game up there. I don't know why that is. Yeah. Uh, so this game's fantastic, by the way. New Mexico and San Francisco. Um, Great game. Do you see a line on this? I do not. So I want to see a line on this one. No, you see one. I, I'm not seeing it either. Where is New Mexico? Come on, where's New Mexico? We got to have a line on this one. I know it's like one of the this best like games. The okay, game. I got this, one. This like I got the... one. New Mexico's laying three and a half. Wait, this is in San Francisco, yep. I believe, right? No, no, this is in Vegas. This is uh, the Michelob Ultra. Ultra. Okay, at the, okay, at the Ultra Arena. I'm on New Mexico. I think New Mexico's gonna do it. I'll lock it up. Let's go. You joining? Yeah. Richard Martino's been awesome so far this year. Yeah, he let's go. Martino's, let's go. Lock it up. Lock it up. Damn, he sees a two and a half out there. I don't even see a two and a half. I'm searching. I'll take the two and a half. Though. I'm I'm searching <laughs> if I can find it. Where the fuck are you grabbing that number yeah. at? Um, he's he's grabbing it at the Ultra Arena, baby. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, <laughs> get, get yourself a little Michelob Ultra. Watch the carbs. Um, watch your dad bod. Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, all right. So these are my locks to recap. Cause that's our final game of the night. That's probably the second best game of the night. Um, yeah, I don't know. But uh, to recap, I am locking up new Mexico. Well, I, I only see three and a half right now, but I'm still locking up new Mexico minus three and a half in Vegas. Uh, I'm locking up Kennesaw plus 15 in San Diego. I might be locking up Creighton in Arizona state, but stay tuned. I'm locking up uh, Texas minus 28 and a half at home <laughs> against rice. And I'm locking up Gonzaga minus 30 against Northern Illinois. And I think we should parlay those. Yes. Yep. Folks, in, in case you're wondering my logic here, Northern Illinois uh, is coming off of a 37 point loss to Idaho. Idaho. North this line should be 40. Yeah, I agree. Um, I am locking up uh, Northern Iowa minus four and a half at home in Cedar falls against South Florida and Yale minus five and a half at Fairfield. I am locking up and those are my locks. What are you doing? Fire away. So this is a uh, pick Dundee Moneyline Mac uh, lock Monday night because we have the exact same locks going into the night. So what could go wrong? Uh, <laughs> I'm with you on Yale minus the five and a half, uh, Northern Iowa minus four and a half, laying the big numbers with Texas minus 28 and a half. The Zags minus 30. We're going to take Kennesaw State plus the 15 at San Diego State. And then last but not least, and probably the game of the night, sneaky game of the night, we're going to take uh, the Lobos minus three and a half to uh, get it done against the San Francisco Dons. I hope that game's on TV because it was a pain in the ass. It's, it's FS1. Okay, good. Because the, yeah. the Loyola Utah State game in Vegas was. That was a pain in the ass to find on television. I had to, I had to finagle some things to get, to get eyes on that. Um, all right. Well, those are our locks folks. Um, we got a, we got a bigger slate tomorrow night. It'll be Moneyline Mac, myself and NC Nick picking games. Uh, so s- stay tuned and uh, yeah, uh, folks um, subscribe to the college basketball experience, subscribe to the college football experience. Uh, as, as we continue to re- root coach leach on wishing him the best uh, subscribe to the sports gambling podcast and uh, all of Ryan's work, the NFL gambling podcast that roughing the passer call tonight made me want to vomit. I was on a plane watching that. I, what the hell is happening to the fucking sport, man? Yeah. Who is in yeah, charge no. of this shit? Look, hitting is supposed to happen in football. All right. I know they can say, Oh, well people are getting CTE. All right. Yeah. That happens. I, I get it. We want to prevent that. If it's ruthless, absolutely ruthless, then kick him out of the game, fine him, do whatever. But when it's a normal play like that, that's what you sign up for. It's the same in boxing. It's the same in any sport. When you sign up, there's risk in life. I'm sorry. I hate to tell you this, folks. There's risk in whatever you do in life. It's fucking ridiculous. That that dude. I I, I was out. I was watching that in the plane. I had like this European guy next to me. And I <laughs> definitely, he definitely had no idea what I was getting worked up about. I was like, hey, you see this call? You see this call? Anyway, uh, just absolutely ridiculous call. Check out the NFL Gale, the podcast though. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll be shitting on that call as well. Check out the Ryan and Russ show. Ryan also hosts that. That's fantastic. Check out both of those. 
and uh, get the SGPN app in the app store, Google play store. And, uh, and uh, yeah, come talk college hoops with us in the discord sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. Um, and uh, yeah, until, until next time. All right. This is the college basketball experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. <laughs>